Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Psalm 35 is a psalm that David composed clearly as a prayer for help. It involves a number of situations that could have easily been applicable to David's life in times of controversy and uh, times that he faced a lot of opposition. But the New Testament applies part of this psalm to Jesus as a messianic prophecy, and specifically the false accusations that were leveled against him, uh, the undeserved opponents that were doing various things and mistreating the Lord Jesus. And so the son of David, Jesus, the son of David after the flesh, experienced many of the uh, similar things that David writes about in this psalm. Whether David knew he was prophesying or not, we can't know that for sure. But this is a prayer for help. And uh, in it, it definitely has some messianic aspects concerning how Jesus was treated, but the the mistreatment of David preceded the mistreatment of Jesus. So let us read now Psalm 35 of David. Contend, Lord, with those who contend with me. Fight against those who fight against me. Take up shield and armor. Arise and come to my aid. Brandish spear and javelin against those who pursue me. Say to me, I am your salvation. May those who seek my life be disgraced and put to shame. May those who plot my ruin be turned back in dismay. May they be like chaff before the wind, with the angel of the Lord driving them away. May their path be dark and slippery, with the angel of the Lord pursuing them. Since they hid their net for me without cause, and without cause dug a pit for me, May ruin overtake them by surprise. May the net they hid entangle them. May they fall into the pit to their own ruin. Then my soul will rejoice in the Lord and delight in his salvation. My whole being will exclaim, Who is like you, Lord? You rescue the poor from those too strong for them, the poor and needy from those who rob them. Ruthless witnesses come forward. They question me on things I know nothing about. They repay me evil for good and leave me like one bereaved. Yet when they were ill, I put on sackcloth and humbled myself with fasting. When my prayers returned to me unanswered, I went about mourning as though for my friend or brother. I bowed my head in grief as though weeping for my mother. But when I stumbled, they gathered in glee. Assailants gathered against me without my knowledge. They slander me without ceasing. Like the ungodly, they maliciously mocked. They gnashed their teeth at me. How long, Lord, will you look on? Rescue me from their ravages, my precious life from these lions. I will give you thanks in the great assembly among the throngs I will praise you. Do not let those gloat over me who are my enemies without cause. Do not let those who hate me without reason maliciously wink the eye. They do not speak peacefully, but devise false accusations against those who live quietly in the land. They sneer at me and say, Aha! Aha! With our own eyes we have seen it. Lord, you have seen this. Do not be silent. Do not be far from me, Lord. 
Awake and rise to my defense. Contend for me, my God and my Lord. Vindicate me in your righteousness, Lord my God. Do not let them gloat over me. Do not let them think, aha, just what we wanted, or say, we have swallowed him up. May all who gloat over my distress be put to shame and confusion. May all who exalt themselves over me be clothed with shame and disgrace. May those who delight in my vindication shout for joy and gladness. May they always say, The Lord be exalted, who delights in the well-being of his servant. My tongue will proclaim your righteousness, your praises, all day long. And so it opens with David issuing a plea for the Lord's protection. He says, Contend, Lord, with those who contend with me. Fight against those who fight against me. Take up shield and armor, arise and come to my aid. And uh, say to me, I am your salvation. So that, of course, is applicable to all of us as believers, asking the Lord to defend us. And next, we have one of David's uh, famous imprecatory prayers, asking for the Lord to um, deal harshly with his enemies. He says, may those who seek my life be disgraced and put to shame. May those who plot my ruin be turned back into dismay. May they be like chaff before the wind, with the angel of the Lord driving them away. May their path be dark and slippery, with the angel of the Lord pursuing them. May ruin overtake them by surprise. May the net they hid entangle them, and may they fall into the pit to their own ruin. And so David uh, doesn't mince words with those who have mistreated him. Um, He asks for not only vindication, but he asks for the Lord to, uh, to judge harshly those who have um, uh, misbehaved. He goes on to um, uh, detail the behavior of those who mistreated him. He says in verse 11, Ruthless witnesses come forward. They question me on things I know nothing about. They repay me evil for good. Now this, of course, friends, could easily be applied to Jesus. The psalm goes on to say they gather in glee, Assailants gather against me without my knowledge. They slandered me without ceasing. Uh, Like the ungodly, they maliciously mocked and they gnashed their teeth at me. Of course, we know from the life of Jesus that false evidence was presented against him. False witnesses came forward. They spit in his face. They struck him with their fists. They slapped him. And so this, um, the gathering in glee, the psalmist says, gathering against me without my knowledge, slandering me without ceasing, without a cause, they repay evil for good, etc. These things could easily be applied to Jesus as Messianic prophecy. And their undeserved hatred is quoted specifically as a Messianic prophecy in John chapter 15, verse 25. First from the psalm, it says, Do not let those gloat over me who are my enemies without cause. Do not let those who hate me without reason maliciously wink the eye. And John quotes the mistreatment of Jesus as saying, This is to fulfill what is written. They hated me without reason. And the the only reference to they hated me without reason is from uh, Psalm 35, verse 19. Those who hated me without reason, uh, my enemies without cause, etc. So the New Testament applies at least part of this psalm as messianic prophecy concerning 
the treatment of Jesus. Uh, there are more um, references to false witnesses that we could easily apply to Jesus. Verse 20 says they do not speak peacefully, but devise false accusations. Uh, verse 21, they sneer at me. Aha, they say, with our own eyes we've seen it. So they claim to have seen him doing things that he never did. And then the psalmist prays for um, defense, for the Lord to rise up. Contend for me, my God and my Lord. Vindicate me in your righteousness, Lord my God. Do not let them gloat over me. Do not let them think, aha, just what we wanted, or say, we have swallowed him up. May all who gloat over my distress be put to shame and confusion. May all who exalt themselves over me be clothed with shame and disgrace. And so, of course, this is indeed what happened in the life of the Lord Jesus. Uh, in the fullness of time, all of his accusers were proven false, and uh, all of his supporters were vindicated. David interestingly prays for vindication for his supporters as a, a close to this psalm. He says, May those who delight in my vindication shout for joy and gladness. May they always say, the Lord be exalted, who delights in the well-being of his servant. And so David's petition for those who supported him could easily be applied to those who supported the son of David, Jesus, the Messiah. So, Lord, like David, we acknowledge that is it is um, uh, your responsibility to protect us, and you are more than able to protect what's yours. Lord, the, the God of heaven and earth, the great king of all, is not um, limited in the protection he can extend to his people. But Lord, sometimes um, you withhold your protection, and we have to endure uh, hatred without reason or mistreatment without justification. Lord, like David, we believe that you will ultimately vindicate us. Uh, Lord, we claim your righteousness. And we ask you, Lord, don't let our enemies gloat over us. Lord, let us be joyful in you. God, we pray that we would experience shouts of joy and gladness as David prayed in the fullness of time, and that, Lord, you would always be exalted and that you would be pleased to delight in the well-being of each of your servants. Lord, in all of our inadequacies, we're your children, we're your servants. We love you, Lord. Help us in our shortcomings. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.